Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Make Your Mark podcast. Now, I've got a pretty interesting guest here where we're going to be talking about some interesting topics about writing. I know how all of you love to write, right? Especially when it comes to writing your own books. And so we're going to talk a little bit about what that looks like. Now, our guest, his name is Richard Ballow. He's an award-winning author, a widower, a national speaker on grief and bereavement. He has been a guest on radio, TV, and personal appearances nationwide. He's a former board member of Aval Hospice of Naples in Florida, board member of Florida Authors and Publishers Association, and vice president of the Florida Drowning Prevention Foundation. He is also a happily remarried and a proud grandfather. Oh my goodness, Rich, thank you for coming on to the show. Thank you, Kate. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh my, I've got so many questions for you, right? Because we already had a little <laughs> natter behind the scenes, right, about writing and why it's important. But before we get into all of that, I would mm-hmm. love for you to share with our audience today a little bit about your journey. Because, I mean, I can see right behind you, you've got tons of books that you have written. But I'm sure that didn't have an open uh, happen overnight, right? Correct. It didn't happen overnight. <laughs> so what did that look like for you? Well, my journey, basically, I started writing as a teenager. You know, I always get those teenage angst about everything, so I wrote poetry. And I had a teacher that said, just keep writing. So I continued doing that. I published as a poet, wrote articles in college when I was in college. And then I started freelance writing in my community, writing about land development, different special people in the city, what's happening in the local governments, and went on from there for a number of years. But as I told you, you know, my wife passed away at the age of 38, Mm. and I was only 39. So that really changed the direction of my writing because I still needed to write. Mm. So I started writing about grief and what I was going through. And so one of the breaks that came was at the school where my kids was. I was talking to a lady who also talks about grief, but she also happened to be a publisher. So my book, Life Without Lisa, was the first book that they actually published. Wow. So from then on, I started writing the other grief books that are up there behind me. Mm-hmm. But also I'd been in the classroom with my children reading stories to the elementary school kids. Oh. And so that's how I developed the picture books and started writing them. Wow. So I, so it's really different types of brains. Mm-hmm. But also I was a technical writer. I wrote wrote for industries about how to operate computer systems, documenting cash register systems, policies and procedure manuals, and some small amount of advertising. So I've hit about a lot of different things, but it's all coalesced into basically, you know, writing books. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I love that. And I love the different variety of writing that you have thought about, you've done, right? Because it's hitting different target markets, right? And so... As someone that's written so many different books, actually, in fact, how many books have you written? 
I have 10 in print and two more next year. Oh my goodness. Wow. The um, Another children's books, mm -hmm. continuation of the Martin the Mouse series. And then a, a sort of a different, taking a different tact. I'm not writing. This is sort of like, it's a humorous take on what it was to be a single parent. Right. Okay. You know, what happened to me? What happened to the kids? You know, the interactions and trying to tell other parents that you can survive being a single parent. Absolutely. With, well, I don't have my hair anymore, but it's um, with sanity and humor. Yes. Yes. Now, yeah. a few questions on that, right? right? So writing books, so we have a lot of business owners who are listeners. And so okay. a lot of them um, are like, when do I write a book? Do I write it right now? I'm just starting a business, done nothing else. Should I write a book? Is that how I get clients, right? And so right. what has, I guess, writing all these books done for your business? Well, it's definitely attracted more people to my business mm -hmm. and to me. But I think with the, with the business, it depends upon are you highlighting the business, which means you have to have some growth in the business. Yeah. But also your story about just like the question you asked me, how did I get to where I am? Mm -hmm. So for a business owner, how did I get to start the business? But also what is the business about and the impact that has on people? Why, especially why is that important? Why do we have to know that? Why do you want your um, customers to know that? And I think that's very important to get that connection with other people. If that's important to your business to get them as clients or customers. Okay. Now, do you think in the day and age that we're in right now that books are even relevant? Because people are so into social media and videos these days. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think social media is definitely part of advertising for your business. But you can't get the volume of words out that you need to say. In a short uh, TikTok or Instagram video. And even if the book is either an ebook or a print book, people want the larger format. I prefer physical books. I like holding them, the smell of them. It's just <laughs> something about them that I can carry. I've been attracted to books ever since I, well, I know when I was a small kid, I'd go to the library mm -hmm. and they had the file folders back then. These right. long little drawers with all the little index cards. And I could go and look at them and go, oh, this sounds interesting. Mm. Let me find that book. And I think today that's totally different. You go to the library and they have a computer system. It's like <laughs> you have to know what you're looking for instead of being surprised. Right, right. So I think that um, either way, having a longer format to get the words out to tell the story is more important. Yeah. But the videos like on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok can entice your customers to go to the book format mm, to find out absolutely. more about it. Yes. And, and I love what you said about with the books, you know, you can feel them, you can smell them, because I love feeling books, right? I'm like, with all the electronics in the world that we have right now, but it's a feel of having them in the book. And, and the thing is, I come from a place where books shouldn't just be read. They should be studied, right? And so there's highlights and underlining and pages folded over and quotes that I'm taking from books and all of this good stuff, right? Right. And so yeah. that's the thrill of it. 
that for me anyway so I totally hear where you're coming from when you have an actual books and that you can actually get more words in there than you can do on a TikTok video exactly and with the books the physical books like you said you can highlight passages that are important to you mm. that connects with you and so if the customer reads that and goes oh yeah I've had this problem or I've been through that then you gain somebody who's going to support you Absolutely, absolutely. Now, again, with times changing, Rich, right, mm -hmm. um, and technology growing, do you feel that mm -hmm. books are very necessary now when or writing a book is necessary? Or why do we even need to write when we have AI? AI machines can do it for us, right? That's true. Machines can do it for us. <laughs> Machines can put thoughts together, words together, comprehend that. But the biggest issue missing is the heart. You know, I write stories from my heart. A machine can't write from its heart because it doesn't have Look, well, I guess it could write from its CPU, but um, yeah, that human connection, it's heart to heart. It's the emotions that we live through and experience. You can't get that with AI. You can get words, but, um, you know, not the heart count. Yeah, so actually being able to make it more human, more relatable, right? Because that's how you're going right. to actually get readers and potential clients coming to your business and reading your books. Right. Right? Exactly. Now, yeah, it is that connection, connection. Right, absolutely, absolutely. It's the connection. That's what people are looking for, right? Making sure that you're actually relatable. So you can either use AI to get you started, but it's not going to be the final thing that you're going to be putting out there. Right. Right? I mean, I suppose you can have an AI write a book, but it's not going to be the true book of your life or what you want your customers to know. Right, right. Now, Rich, you have been writing books for a long time now. Well, you've just generally been writing for a long time. What kind yeah, of most of my have life. you seen? Right, exactly. What changes have you seen when it comes to writing? Like how it worked before and what's working right now, what's selling right now, what people need right now when it comes to books. What kind of changes have you seen? Well, I guess the biggest change is the availability to self-publish and to get your work out there without, you know, the large corporations seeing it or editing it. Mm. And I see some people making the big mistake of just, hey, my words are great. They're going out there. <laughs> but I think I'm a good writer, but right. my editors make me a better writer because yeah. there's always something to correct, always something to change to make the information that I'm giving more detailed and more precise in this meeting. But in the changes, you know, the computers have done a lot to bring word out there. Yeah. It's definitely helped in advertising. Yeah. yeah. And like with the podcast, we can, I can connect with you. I can connect with other people too. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest thing because the pre-digital age, it was all just the book itself or a newspaper or a magazine telling the story but not connecting as we do face-to-face -face with the uh, digital presence. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, you've probably worked with a lot of different clients as well, right, when Correct. it comes to 
writing books, how they should write it and all that good stuff. What are some of the biggest mistakes that you keep seeing time and time again with your clients? I think that the type of mistakes that I see is that they, they have a great story. Mm-hmm. It just needs to be sort of moved around a bit. But they say, well, you know, my friend who's an English teacher went through it and they think it's great. Well, that's fine if you're going to an English teacher. <laughs> but in publishing, the audience is much wider. Mm. And they expect a different format of writing to follow the story. And as an example, uh, one writer came in with his story, which I thought was a great story. But all his introduction material, like was 25% of the book. And he thanked people for reading the story to tell and told them basically what happened, what the book was in one page. It's like, oh, wow. well, don't you want that as sort of wrapping up the story? You want them to follow you in your journey. Mm-hmm. And that have that wrap up at the end instead of the beginning. Right. So he, okay. he didn't like that or some of my changes. Yeah. So he broke the, we broke the contract and part of it. Oh, no. Okay. I see. Yeah. All right. So it's funny because a lot of people go to different coaches for different things, right? Because mm-hmm. they are the expert. But don't right. like hearing what the advice that you have to say in order for them to be successful. Right. It can be um, very humbling to have an editor go through and mark up a work. I know when I was first writing, I got that and it was like, oh my God, it must be so bad. Right. But then it was like, no, it's they're not critiquing me as a person. They're critiquing what I've put down on paper. And that can be changed. It actually makes it better. So I had to separate those two ideas. So when I talk to new writers, that's what I stress. The editors aren't attacking you as a person. They're only looking at the message you're giving and how it should be better and clearer for your customers. Mm. Just makes sense. Right. Absolutely. Especially if you want those books to sell. Why wouldn't you do what the experts advise? Right? Right. It's like some people, it's like they don't know how to get out of their own way. Absolutely. And I look, I look at, you know, football team. You have the head coach. You have the defensive coach. You have the line coaches, the assistant coaches. You have the medical staff. You have the equipment suppliers all working together so that one football player can do their job the best that they can do. Definitely. It, Definitely. it does. It does. Now, I really want to get into the nitty gritty of what the components are when writing a book, right? Because I think people get distracted with, oh my goodness, I need to create a cover, <laughs> right? And that's probably yeah. the last thing that you should be talk- thinking about. And so, Actually, right? So what, what, so what are the components that take to have a successful book that sells and where should we be starting from? Well, you're right. The cover is usually the last thing that gets done. I guess the first thing to do is just getting the thoughts down. Okay. You know, you create a file, either your paper file or electronic file, and you write down what are the ideas that you want to accomplish. Let's say there are 10 ideas you want to accomplish. 
-hmm. Write those 10 ideas as just a heading. You know, number one, strength. Two, making it. Three, going broke, whatever they are. And then you start filling in. Write a paragraph about what it is you want the person to know that you're going to tell them. And the ending paragraph is basically saying, this is what I told you. And then you fill in. And you just take it that easy of a step one at a time without worrying about, you know, the formatting or the size of the book or the bibliography or chapter headings or the, you know, boilerplate page with the copyright and all that. That can come later. Right. It's basically getting your ideas down so you can see it and then organizing it as best you can. And if you need to reference people, that's where you start your bibliography or reference page. You know, you want to thank people. So that's a whole other page you can create as you go along. Yeah. And then you get into the, you know, this book is published where, by who, copyright, ISBN numbers, PCIP numbers, Library of Congress. All <laughs> that information comes later. Okay, now that sounds like a lot. It sounds like a really oh, long process, right? Now, starting from scratch and getting it completed, what is like the time span to have a book completely done and ready for sale? Well, if I worked very proficiently, it would take a year. A year to write it and get it into the right frame. And then probably a couple months later to get all the other stuff together. Wow. It can be done faster, of course. I'm just a little bit of a slow writer, and I have all these other things pulling me in different directions. Okay. Like yes. As board a meetings owner, for companies. Right. As a business owner, you do, right? You're going to be pulling so many yeah. different directions. Um, and so I guess that's something we've got to keep in mind as well. Right? You've got to be completely right. ready and motivated to keep going because it can be a long process. That's correct. Yeah. Don't give up just because it hasn't taken you a month or two. Right. Typically, a writer could take up to a year. But I think the process to put the book in production has sped up so much that once that book is ready, you can have it in print in four to eight weeks. Mm. And then you get a, and if the supply chain is bad, it can take up to 12 weeks. Ah, okay. Right. So, getting the right paper and all that. Interesting. So once the book is then done, right, what mm -hmm. does the marketing side of it look like? Because I think people forget about marketing a book. They get they have the book and they're like, yay, great, I'm going to make millions, right? Is That's right. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> and so it doesn't happen yet, but I keep working on it. <laughs> and so what does the marketing side of things when you have a book look like? What What is the process for that? Yeah, it's a totally different mindset from writing a book mm -hmm. to going to uh, marketing it. I mean, in the production process, you put it on your ISBN number. So now it's available. You right. get a distributor so that not everybody's calling you. They're calling the distributor to get the book. Mm -hmm. So now it's available. And so now you can use digital marketing. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, to go out there and talk about it. You know, small segments that would get people interested. Mm 
and where they can find it. And then it's, you know, personal, personal appearances, talking to one person on a podcast like here, right. or talking to 400 people about your message. I've spoken to 400 people. I've spoken to one person. The dynamic is different, but the message is still the same. Yeah. It's getting the information I have to them so they understand. Absolutely. And then, of course, as you get bigger and bigger, you know, large publication houses will actually put more money into advertising. Mm. But it really is up to the author to get the word out there. Right, right. So if you're in business and you have business partners, you talk to them, give them copies, let them help you spread the word. Yeah, I like that. I like so leveraging your own network is what you're saying. Oh, definitely. Networking is part of the key, a big key. Awesome, awesome. Now, before we come to the end of this episode, is there anything that you would love to share with the audience that we haven't mentioned so far? Well, let's see, we've talked about marketing, the digital age, print books. I guess it's the one thing would be not don't be too hard on yourself as you mm-hmm. go through the writing process and be open to critiques and ideas from other people. Yes. Because, you know, my next book, I sent it to the editor. So I'm in the US, she's in the UK. Some of the things I mentioned, she didn't understand. Right. It's, it's like, Oh, okay. I would have to expand on that because I know it's true in my community, mm-hmm. but maybe not somebody else's community. So some of the words and the expressions I've changed and expanded upon. So people will read it and go, oh, yeah, I've seen that or I know about that. Or, well, I never knew that it could happen. Right. So it's those type of things. Invite people in. You know, first Critique is your immediate network, your spouse or your children or your friends, because they can help add depth. And um, if they know you, they get a, they get a perspective on you that somebody else does not know. Right. And they can say, well, what about this? Uh-huh. And I think that definitely helps. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Now, I know the audience is probably thinking, oh, I need to speak, to speak to Rich. Like I'm thinking of creating a book and I don't know how to go about it. Right. So where can they go to connect with you or even reach out to you? Um, they can send me messages on uh, my website, which is richardballo.com. They can go through um, the publishing company, which is tolmanmainpress.com. And they can reach me that way. And I prefer doing it that way because that way there I can, I like to see who's contacting me, what their idea is, and then formulate what my response will be. Awesome. So awesome. those are the main ways to connect. I'm on, I'm on, of course, I'm on Facebook and Instagram too. Fantastic. Guys, I urge you, if you're thinking about writing a book, um, you are in the beginning stages, or even if you started writing a book and you're like, oh my goodness, I didn't think about marketing. How do I do that? What does that look like? Um, how do I then finish the book? Any questions at all, then go ahead and reach out to Rich. He will totally be able to help you with making sure that you have a successful book. Rich, thank you for coming onto the show and sharing so many golden nuggets in such a short amount of time. 
Well, thank you, Kay. Thank you for inviting me on. It's a pleasure talking to you and with your audience. No worries. It's a pleasure. Thanks for listening to Make Your Mark podcast at www.makeyourmarkpodcast.com. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you get this and every other episode that comes out. We have lots of great stuff coming, so make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss it. And thank you in advance for all the reviews and comments. I appreciate it so much and I look forward to serving you in next week's episode.